0: It is 11 and uh, 05, time for the Pinpoint Health Show, and welcome aboard. The phone lines are open. You have questions, concerns about your health. We all do. I went in for a... For a what? Cataract. Oh, yeah. Appointment. And? You need surgery? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Right eye. Yeah? Nice when you're 48.
1: What happened? What were the symptoms? I'm old. I'm dying. No, but blurriness. Uh, blurriness yeah, yeah, my right arm.
0: I've, I've, I've had LASIK. I had uh, oh, laser okay. 10, 10 years ago, 12 yep. years ago. It's phenomenal. But I'm just, uh, I'm old, man. And now it's starting I'm to old, down. I'm old,
1: yeah, You don't, you're not down.
0: diabetic, no. No. Okay. Dude, I'm keto. Yeah. Okay. Keto and diabetes don't go together. Wow. It cures diabetes. Okay. All right. Here All right, we, go. Here, here we, we go. go. here we go. <laughs> we are uh, ready for your phone calls, well, by the actually, way.
1: Actually, theoretically, you're right. Yeah, but yeah. it can. It yeah. can. Yeah. It, cure, it can manage it. You manage it. You manage it. Yeah. 416 870 6400. I know. Four letter C word. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, Dr. Payne is here answering your uh, your phone calls, your questions about your health. How's your week been, buddy? Good. Yours? Good. Except for the
1: Cataracts, depressing yeah. cataract yeah. thing. Yeah, that's but okay. yeah. You'll survive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, very busy week. Um, there was an incident that happened yesterday that I, I would like to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it in a sense or some parts. Yeah. It's essentially someone was getting... This is not through a person that came through the radio show. They just happened to, I guess, live near one of the clinics. Okay. They went for therapy. Um, this person was unhappy about something and essentially made an absolute scene. Like, just started yelling at everybody at our clinic, started yelling at reception. Our manager went over, yelled, followed him to his car. Greg's going, welcome to my world right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, just an absolute disaster. My manager called me to try to speak to this person. I couldn't even get a word in. I have, like, the message. If you hear the things she says, it's absolutely ridiculous. And the only reason why I bring this up is I've said on the show hundreds of times, any issues I want to know about. But I always preface it by saying in a respectful manner, Yes. It's Thank so, you. there is no reason that someone should act the way that this person acted. It was absolutely horrible. And in fact, once I got the story from both sides because I heard it from her and then I spoke to the physio that was treating her, totally different stories. Um, which is fine. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm saying I side with the physio. But but at the very least, if you want my attention and you want me to help solve a problem, Be I don't know it. how yelling and mm-hmm. saying some obscene things, like completely irrational things, like can can get us anywhere. And and you know to the point where she, this person started saying, "I'm calling the police," and I was like, "Please, yeah, like, do me yeah, a favor. Like, yeah, you should. Be because, me to it. Yeah." Um, <laughs> it was just absolutely disastrous. And there's no there's there's no space for that in my office or anybody, any business, I don't care what it is. I, I just I bring this up because if you ever want to get something, I always think going about it in a respectful way is the right way to do it. I mean, I'm very happy, as I've always said, they this person could call the radio right now if they wanted to. And I will speak to you. But speaking is a dialogue. I was literally on the phone trying to get a word in and she told us to shut our effing mouths. Like just very nice. Yeah, like I couldn't even get in a word. And she was like, You're not listening. And I was like, I hear everything that you're saying. You know, I wanna find out what you know, what the truth is. How can I do something to make it better on everyone's part, et cetera, et cetera. Just so, anyways, the point being, if you have problems with me, with my organization, I want to hear it, but I want to hear it in a respectful way. I want I want to make sure that everyone is getting the care that they deserve, which I know that they were. This is this is definitely some type of issue like it's you know, it's more than just something because this person just went from being the therapist said from being absolutely normal to just, just losing their it. mind, just absolutely losing it. And then everyone that I spoke to cuz then I sort of did my own investigating and it was just like she went from zero to a hundred in, yeah. in a matter of seconds and it was just like there's got to be something more there and uh you know again issues happy to hear them but in a respectful way please, it, it's funny you mention that
0: too because and i know you mentioned this before that you and you've said this on this show with people's physical conditions you know and their and the way they come in with their attitudes uh, good or bad just their attitude yeah you don't know what's going on in the background of their life and you get no, that but no. just man
1: Settled down with the f bombs, but you're never. But it's not only that; it was everything about it—the screaming, the yelling, right. the thing, not allowing the other party involved to speak. Like it wasn't just me; my manager couldn't speak, our staff yeah. couldn't speak, the therapist couldn't speak. It's just like how can you possibly have a dialogue? We were all willing to sit there and listen mm-hmm. and figure out what what the problem. We don't even actually understand what the problem is right. because it was just an absolute like Gong Show. Like it just went just crazy. bitching you out. Oh my God. I've never been spoken like that to my, my manager said like in his whole career, he's never, ever like this person followed him because we have two clinics that are across the street. Right. And so he was walking to the other one. He had to literally like divert, go get into his car and drive away because he was sort of scared. That's crazy, crazy stuff. Pinpoint health.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah. You want to call? We, uh, we'll take your calls. I see you there. We got a call coming in already. And for you as well, plenty of room, plenty of time. 416 870 6400 star 640 on sale. Pinpoint Health Show. Just getting warmed up. Global News Radio. It is 11 13. <coughs> Pinpoint Health Show. Pinpointhealth.ca and 1 855 55 Dr. Lou, D R L O U, to reach out when the show's not on the air. But uh, as far as the Thanks. next uh, 45 minute, what? No, sorry. Okay. Sorry, 45.
1: I'm <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. As far as the next
0: 45 <laughs> minutes is concerned, 416 870 star 640 on cell. Panitha, hello. Thank you for hanging on. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Thank you for having me. In Thank you. Show, Dr. Thank Horsebook. you. Of course. Um, I have a pain. The pain is on my right side and i uh, you know i used to go for therapy because i had uh, the you know the tailbone at the bottom yep. is the disc is slightly moved and i went for therapy um, physiotherapy and uh, it didn't help me and it's now 2 years yep. and what i'm feeling it's, it's, it's very frequent. My bone, it's my right side leg. From from the feet on, I feel the numbness here and there, including my hand. And then uh, lower back, I have a, I think my bone, I, f- I feel the bone kind of uh, cracking or something. That's so how I feel here where, and there. Where do
1: you feel? So I'm, I'm a little lower, confused.
2: It's the lower hip.
1: So when you say right side, are we talking about just the hip or the whole right side of your body? Whole
2: right side of the
1: body. And you're saying that in the, on the right side, on the hands and the feet, you're feeling numbness. Yes. And numbness. you're feeling a pain in your hip area. Is that right? Yeah. Am, am I understanding? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you've got therapy for what? The hip issue previously. Yes. Okay. Um, and how long has this been going on?
2: Um, it's a, it, now I'm feeling more intense, like yeah. it's, uh, it's like almost every other day I feel that, but it's been going on since, I would say since April on.
1: But I thought you said it's been two years or no? Am yeah, I two
2: years. Yes, I had it two years. Yeah. But it's more severe now from April on.
1: When did you get the physiotherapy?
2: Two years back. I wouldn't able to record exactly which month yeah, I went for okay. it. But it's two years back.
1: And when you did the therapy, did you feel better after that?
2: Uh yes, I okay. I felt better.
1: Good. Did you were you given any exercises that you should be doing? Yes, to, and, I was. And, and, I
2: was. I was doing it, then I kinda of, it's kind of slipped away so I couldn't yeah, be able so, to do it.
1: Then 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 there there's one of the issues right there, right? So the whole reason when Uh, Any type of professional gives you the things that you then need to do at home. This is, again, I started this show with John saying, don't use the cure word. We're talking about management yep. here. So you can have a pain. I'm not sure of the diagnosis in your right hip. You get it treated with passive intervention like physiotherapy, chiropractic. Very, very good in the acute scenario. Uh, but then you have to be shown the exercises that you need to do, the stretches, a combination of things, the right things, the right movement patterns, the right posture. You need to be doing those things then for un- the rest of your life because that is now a sort of, I'll use the the term a weak point that you yourself have uh, once you've identified that weak point you have to do those things in order to manage the issue and unfortunately if they do slip away then it's not all that uncommon for these things to come back now you've said since april it came back did you go get therapy again in april
2: uh, no because i need a doctor's referral and my doctor is away for a while now
1: well you, there's i'm um, is there no one covering the practice no and any walk-in clinics
2: Uh, yes i go like if if i have any uh, headache or something like that fever i go to the walking clinic otherwise i really don't go for the walking clinic
1: right but i mean if your doctor's away and you need a referral then i think that that's a good reason to go right that's why they they exist um so i i mean i think that's Part of the problem here is it's come back, it likely needs intervention and then it needs exercises and posture um, modifications, whatever it might be, all to get you back there. Now, this is mean I don't know what the diagnosis is, right? I don't know exactly what's wrong. I'm just making the assumption that whatever you were previously diagnosed with is the right diagnosis. Um, The other alternative is getting it reassessed. Um, And in getting it reassessed, you you can determine what the right um, treatment pattern is because I mean, one-sided numbness of the body is more than, you know, I would start to think of things that are not just musculoskeletal related um, in the hands and feet. How how old are you?
2: I'm 52.
1: And and any diabetes? No. No, okay. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I'd want to investigate other things. I'm happy to see you if you like um, and sort of... uh, go through a full assessment uh, and, and figure out what's going on. But, you know, again, if it, is very, if it is at the end of the day a mechanical issue, these mechanical issues in their acute scenarios do very well with um, passive interventions, whether that be physiotherapy, chiropractic, massage therapy, medications. Um, but then long-term, it really becomes about the, the exercise rehabilitation posture, uh, modifications, education on the right things to do, the wrong things to avoid. That's sort of the way you have to manage these types of pain and injury problems.
2: So so if I would like to see you, how do I? This morning yep. I went to your site and then I uh, gave uh, my details and then yep. I submitted. So you okay, so I will be getting yep, something Yeah,
1: 100%. Back. Somebody will be calling you back either today um, and if not today, on Monday, but likely today
2: likely today yep. and uh, I also have a question yep. uh, I mm-hmm. have a OTIP uh, Ontario Teachers Insurance Plan
1: yep. so you accept that? Yeah, we we accept all insurance. The thing, so here's the thing about insurance. It's it very much depends on the insurer. It's not based on us. We work with all insurance companies. It's a matter of policy. Yeah, it's the policy. Like if you mean in terms of direct billing, things like that, we will do whatever the stipulations of the plan outline. If the plan outlines for direct billing to be possible, then we will do that. Uh, So and again, this depends on the service, right? So uh, if it's something that is. OHIP-based or insurance-based, you know, or some things like PRP injections are are private-based, right? You have to pay out of pocket. So it really depends on the service. But, yeah, definitely we will do our best to uh, w- not just with you, with everybody. We try to make this as hassle-free from an administrative perspective for for all of our patients. Okay. Okay. Thanks Benita. Yeah, you'll be hearing Thank from, you. Thank from someone you so soon. Much yeah, no for problem. Me of, course. Thank of course. You're welcome
0: you to. Enjoy Bye-bye. the rest of your of your weekend. You want to reach out further again 855 55 Dr. Lou D R L U but for the purpose of the remainder of this hour, the next 40 minutes, you have questions about your own health, bring them on. 416 870 6400 star 640 on yourself Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. 1123 Pinpoint Health Show info at pinpointhealth.ca and to reach out when the show is not on, one 855 Dr. Lou, DRLU, but right here and now, 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell. Phil, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in pal, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Good sir, what's up? Uh, I've got a 55 um, uh, year old male and I've, I've got uh, I've had a problem with my right knee for some time and uh, I finally got looked at and had an MRI over some time and that I've got torn meniscus. Yep. And um, and she said it's being caused by I have some osteo in my right knee. So she said
1: they could scope it, but then they said it would probably just re scrape because of the knee. Yeah. So uh, I'll give me the option of a, a knee replacement, but I'm, I'm
0: 55 and I'm, I'm a freelance worker, so I can't take six or eight weeks off to right. have that done. So they booked me for about a month from now for a, a cortisone shot.
1: Into yep. The knee. Okay.
0: Um, so I'm just wondering if, you know, and then she recommended a certain kind of brace that pressures the inside of the knee, is that a good way to go or should I, I mean, I've heard things about cortisone shots too, so I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about those either. I've never
1: had it before. Yeah. I think as, as a one-time intervention to see if it provides any relief, it's worth it. Um, they typically don't, but there's also, it's one time, uh, they're very inexpensive. so. I, I usually think it's it's a worthwhile idea just to see. Uh, it In all honesty, in my experience, it probably won't do much. Um, it sounds like you have degenerative tearing of your meniscus. Um, yeah. I, I'd be interested in understanding how bad the osteoarthritis is, because that sort of will determine potentially when the right point for a knee replacement is. Um, I, I do agree. I think you're a little young for it. So. If you could delay it, that's good. Um, The big thing that I think is missing, I think all of the recommendations are not bad, uh, but I I think the one thing that is probably the best option, and I typically when I see a patient like you, I'll, I'll sort of draw them a spectrum of things that are available to treat this type of thing, and it's like therapy, injections, to surgery, right? And I always go from most conservative to most invasive. I'm always a fan of start with the most conservative options, exhaust those, use those as much as possible because they're conservative. When required, potentially use more invasive options like a cortisone injection, and then eventually planning for a knee replacement. So I I think the one thing that you're missing is is potentially doing therapy um, to strengthen the musculature. There is very good research um, where if you do this properly, and when I say therapy, I mean exercise rehabilitation. I don't mean a machine on your knee or someone just poking around. It needs to be exercise-based. But if you do that, you'll strengthen a lot of it. Um, That'll minimize a lot of the symptoms. Then, you know, maybe you can delay the injections, uh, manage it with that when potentially you require it. Maybe the injection might be a good idea. The scoping is not about idea it probably will happen again uh, but it's not you know it's not it's not definitely a long-term solution but uh, instead of jumping I guess what I'm trying to say is why jump to those, those more invasive options right away when you yeah. you're, you're missing out on the conservative option that is not invasive at all which is the the exercise rehab. And plus I have a little extra weight
2: as well. I'm probably about I've got probably about 50-60 pounds of weight from
0: my, my frame as well. Now that'll, yeah, so, that'll
1: be either- Oh, yeah. I mean, there's about anywhere between four to seven pounds of pressure per pound of your body weight. So oh, wow. if you're overweight by that much, then that's all, you know, times four to seven is, is the amount of extra force going through your knees. So that that would help tremendously. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. No
0: problem. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate that. Uh, Follow-up again is um, info at uh, Pinpoint Health Thoughts. So I was just thinking about that, what you just said about that. That is, that is incredible, the the People amount of extra pressure. weight per pound. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's for everyone, but I'm saying it's not extra pound, it's all of your body weight. Like right. every pound of your body weight it ranges between depending on what study you're looking at 4 to 7 uh, pounds of pressure through your your joints especially the hips and the knees and the ankles. Um so obviously one of the big things with with knee issues is being overweight. If you're overweight, if you can lose I mean even if we did like something as small as 10 pounds mm-hmm. could potentially be 70 pounds of less pressure Jeez. through your through your joints. So that that's huge in terms of of uh, osteoarthritis management of the knee and that degenerative fraying of the meniscus because you can get tears in the meniscus and they're not all traumatic in terms of like a sports activity. You can have the ones like this gentleman called about which is more of a degenerative fraying that happens as arthritis builds up.
0: It makes you think we all got to lose some weight. It's it's amazing that a joint knee, as you said, or a hip would
1: last 80 years under those circumstances. Yeah. And that's unfortunately why they don't, right? That's why, yeah. why there's so many knee replacements and hip replacements being done because they also just break down so far that it ends up causing a tremendous amount of pain for individuals. And I mean, if you're at the point where the osteoarthritis is very severe, then really at that point, you know, the best management that we do is refer to the to the surgeon for a replacement, that's, that's really the best option. If you've mild to moderate and those symptoms are starting, there's definitely other things you can do. And, you know, I'm happy to to go through those things with anybody, but there's, there's definitely more conservative options. And, you know, what he spoke about bracing, medication, injections, therapy, those are the things, you know, I had, um, I had a person, uh, that came to see me, um, Was it this week or last week? I believe it was this week. It wasn't a knee issue. It was a back issue. Um, And they essentially gave me the history of what this back issue was. Um, It it was chronic low back pain. That's what it was. It was a chronic issue that had been happening. Um, And, you know, when I gave the options in terms of, like, therapy, injections that could be done... Um, n- not a surgical, it wasn't a surgical type of case. They basically said, well, I've done that and I've done that and nothing's worked. And it's okay. like, you know, and they and and they were sort of like, you know, I, I need you to give me another answer. And I was like, but I can only give you the answers that exist in the world, right? Like I can't, right. I can't tell you, to, I can't make something up for you. And, and I think, there needs to be that realistic expectation when people come to see me. I'm not, I'm not someone that's selling some specialized tool that's not available. um, That, you know, is only trademarked by, by us. Really what I'm doing is just providing the right plan and management for these types of issues. And, you know, if you've tried these things and they don't work, the other question becomes, have you tried them in the right way? Have you tried them long enough? And, you know, are you being realistic about what your goals are? And those are the things that I'll go through with with everybody. Uh, but it was sort of interesting to think, like, th- this person wanted me to come up, like, you know, basically said, I need you to tell me something else. Right. And I was like. But there's nothing else. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm just talking about in in the realm of possibilities that exist. Like, I even gave some more alternative options that I usually won't recommend that don't have great evidence. I said, here are some other options. Oh, no, tried, won't work, didn't work.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's all I you got, know. son. Yeah.
1: But the one thing that people really, really need to understand with this stuff, with chronic issues, is how important the rehabilitation is right and and the problem is when you talk about therapy and things like that everyone's always focused on the passive stuff yes the active component is huge it's the more important component with the chronic issues and those are the things that that people often lack therapy is often lacking in terms of what people recommend the therapist that's why we're trying to create a model of care that does this the right way
0: we're going to dip into that a little further in the meantime you want to call and ask some questions about your health do it and this, uh, this is the time 416870 6,400, star, 640 on sale. Pinpoint Health Show continues. Global News Radio. And up until 12 o'clock, Pinpoint Health Show. Uh, 416-870-6400, star, 640 on, on sale On social, uh, Pinpoint Health. You can check it out on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Again, some great videos uh, this week on Instagram. I saw the one with the dead bugs and the Swiss mm-hmm. ball. Fantastic lower back stuff. Really low impact, but stuff people should be doing. Even if they don't have a physical problem. No, I I mean,
1: so most people don't have like most of the most people that have chronic back pain Mm -hmm. don't have acutely aggravated low back pain. What they have is that chronic low level ache. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. That's where these exercises, that's what they're targeted for to, to like. When I talk about this, I talk about it because that is the best evidence-based approach to chronic low back pain is you need to build up strength in your core. That's not me saying it. That is the consensus in the scientific community about low back pain. I am just simply a tool to relay it back to the public. And it is incredible how many people come see me with chronic low back pain and through their own, you know, not wanting to do it through a combination of maybe the therapy that they've currently been receiving not recommending it I'm I'm recommending people that often stay within our clinic have already done therapy what i'm saying is now go get rehabilitation and we have we have people who are essentially running them through this rehabilitation, showing them these things. And these are the people that do well. This is how you manage chronic issues, chronic neck pain, chronic low back pain, chronic shoulder issues, potentially some chronic knee issues, any joint problem, any musculoskeletal problem. If it's chronic, it likely requires rehabilitation. If you're not being shown that, then then that's a red flag for the place you're going to, which right. I try not to... to dissuade anyone from going going anywhere else. I'm, I'm always transparent, telling people you can go anywhere you want. But if you're going somewhere like that, maybe you have to reconsider it. And if you're looking for a place that will give you the right approach towards these types of issues, Pinpoint Health is the place for you to go potentially. Um, the next thing is... Stop being lazy if you're the one being lazy. If it's you, the person listening yeah. who you've been told this and you're just saying, well, I, you know, I don't want to do it or calls like we've had where oh, I was doing it and then I stopped. Well, then, you know, surprise, it is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's not. This is not a surprise to me. This is exactly yeah. what happens. Um, and so, you know, take accountability for that. This is part of pain and, and injury management is a lot of accountability on the individual. You have to do the right things. If you don't do the right things, do not be surprised that the issue that you have comes back, gets worse, takes up more of your time, makes you lose time because of injury. This is the sequelae of what happens. And yeah, if you're young, you know, they tend to go away pretty good and then they come back and they come back and they come back. And that's why a lot of people that I hear, the story's not too far from swaying from something like, I've had this for 30 years, it right. used to be fine, It get you would get better right away a few days, pop a couple pills, I'd be fine, it happened once a year, now it's happening three times a year to the point where I had to go to the emergency room. They didn't do anything for me. It's like, well, they're in an emergency room. That's a yeah. whole other conversation. They want to make sure you're not dying in the next 72 hours. Yeah, they're not there to manage your chronic low back pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's better places for that. And, you know, yeah. I've tried everything and nothing's working. Have you rehabbed? Your, oh, I did, I did some stretches. That's a lot of what I hear. I've been shown stretches. That's not strengthening. If you've been shown stretches, you're probably on the wrong path. It should be more about strengthening for the core than it is stretching of the core. Because most people need to build up strength and endurance. And I, when I say most people, I mean like 99%. Right. right. So if you've not done those things. Now, that doesn't mean that the passive interventions, like the modalities that exist, like acupuncture, IFC, uh, manipulation, uh, manual therapies, whatever, amazing in the acute exacerbations. Right? Amazing for the first six weeks of, a, of of an attack or something like that. After that, though, you got to get back to the exercise component. If you don't, then, again, don't be surprised. It's amazing if someone gets a cavity or a root canal when they leave the office. Now, remember, brush your teeth three brush times a teeth, day. Brush your teeth, floss. No yeah, problem. Yeah. And do it if, every day. This
0: and, is the same
1: thing. Yeah, and if you don't do it and it comes back, you know why it came exactly. back. Exactly. This is the exact same thing. It's, it's a great analogy. This is... Doing these exercises is the equivalent of brushing your teeth in order to maintain the integrity of your teeth. Yeah, And this is how you maintain the integrity of your body.
0: Again, Pinpoint Health on social anyway, especially Instagram and Facebook. Some great stuff there uh, mounting every week. It's really good. It's really cool how you've, uh, you've taken hold of that uh, that aspect as well. Info at pinpointhealth.ca is the email address. And for the remainder of the time here, of course, 416-870-6400, star 640 on the cell. Again, I point to my sister-in-law who is pretty steadfast in her in her exercising which Good. she really shocked me over the last couple of years because i mean she's pretty on the ball but she's really because she had a lot of well she had a scary period there she had a scary she period a, scary... a lot of reciprocal stuff it wasn't just physical it no, got into no, her head and it, it yeah it scared and the crap out of her. It, it scared right? the
1: fact that she thought like i don't want to be disabled yeah. like i don't want to have a disability yeah and it was very simple it was like well you need to do the right things and and i think you know that that's not all that different than people who you know you see and they they they're in great shape all of a sudden. It's like what happened. Oh, I had a, a scare with my heart, and it changed the way I look at it. Like physical problems, sometimes it takes that. It takes a scare of you know feeling what it's like to not be able to move around. My yeah. sister has has gone this through through it a few times this year, where her back has gone out. And yeah, we treat it acutely, and I've kept telling her now you need to be building you know, up your core strength. And I'll be honest, she's not doing it. But, you know, one day she'll get to the point where she'll say, okay, now I have to do it, right? Yeah. So, so I mean, don't wait, though. When you wait, you create so many more problems. Do not wait to do the right things for, for your pain and injury problems. And there's a point where there's
0: no turning back.
1: You're going to have to live with a certain amount of it Guess you didn't take care of it, nip it yep. in the buttery yep. yep. enough, right? Yeah, and a lot of times these people, it's not even the pain, it's when it's the function. Like, if you throw your, bad, your back bad enough, you're not getting out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> and most people will say, I'll take the pain, but I need to be able to, like go to work and move yep. and do things. That's the way it goes. Yep. 416-870-6400, star
0: 640 on cell. Call us. You have some issues, bring them up. If it's not for you, for a friend or family member on their behalf. Got about 20 minutes to, uh, to make your call right here. Pinpoint House Show, Global News Radio. Yeah, still got some time to call through. Do yourself a favor, get it, uh, get it rolling, get some basic information before you carry on. Uh, update on the clinics, pal. How are we doing? There's uh, five and
1: building, right? Five and growing. Yeah, really doing uh, well. Doing well. We we are working on a couple other locations for, um, again, just expanding into areas where there's a, a lot of need. Um, yeah, it's it's going amazing. We're we're starting to grow the team. Where you know the knee clinic that we've been doing um, has right. been going so well. We're actually now working on a shoulder clinic. Um, To sort of expedite those things. So, um, but yeah, any shoulder issues, um, you know, you know, give us a call because it's sort of we're in the hybrid model, but we can definitely expedite things that might require um, surgery. And again, you know, I'll always say this. We're not looking to give people surgery. What we're looking to do is identify the people who probably need early surgery in order as a good intervention. And that's essentially what we're doing with the knee, right? People who have an acute injury, maybe you've torn a meniscus playing a sport, an ACL. Um, you know, you don't want to be in the system waiting for months and months to be getting a surgery that you likely need um, and then diminish your prognosis. There's there's a way of getting that quicker. You can give us a call, one 855 Dr. Lou, D. R. L. O. U. Um, And from there, we can go through some screening questionnaires um, and see if you're a candidate to get in sooner. This is not. This does not mean that if you have a chronic, like we get people that call us and and we're happy to take the call. But if this is a chronic issue, then then you don't need surgery right away, right? Probably you don't even need surgery. It maybe requires management in other ways. Um, But what we're really trying to do is identify the acute scenarios that likely require an, uh, an immediate surgery.
0: Speaking of the uh, chronic scenarios, you mentioned shoulders now. Is the PRP something that would carry up to a shoulder? I mean, figuratively and and literally, or no, it's not the right?
1: Yeah, so the the PRP is done for a lot of joints. Um, We very much, again, because what we try to do is is create evidence-based care, or not create, what we try to follow is evidence-based care. Evidence-based care means best scientific literature, mm-hmm. clinical experience, and what the patient wants. We very much have stuck with the PRP for knee osteoarthritis because it's got very good literature um, to support it. Uh, the The surgeons that are with us find clinically it works really well, and people want to do it. We do sometimes do it in other joints, but the research isn't as great, right? So that doesn't mean it doesn't work. Okay. Maybe the research just isn't there yet. Um But we definitely try to move towards an evidence-informed pattern. The reality with the shoulder, though, because of its complex nature, a lot of the times what the problem is... Is the the exercise the rehabilitation component right where you're working on the structure of the scapula positioning because you can like we're all sitting we're all doing stuff in front of us our shoulders are rounded forward a lot of these things it's not really about an injection or surgery what it's about is is changing that posture changing the angulation and really working on uh, improving the function from that standpoint um, and typically I'll show people when I test their shoulder I get them to sort of the way they would naturally sit. And I'll do some orthopedic tests, and they say, yeah, that hurts, that hurts, that hurts. And I say, okay, that's interesting. Sit like this. I move their shoulder a little bit. I put them in what would be a uh, an ideal biomechanical okay. angulation of the shoulder, and I do those exact same tests. Doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt. Well, what does that tell you? You know, you, you can do a surgery to a tendon or something, but if you're still in that in, inappropriate biomechanical posture – You're going to put strain on it again and the pain will come back. However, if we can work on from an exercise perspective, changing the angulation, the biomechanics from that functional perspective, the outcomes are great there. And that's why it's not just about the fact that, you know, it's just that's usually the best thing for shoulders um, is, is really getting the proper rehab in them. So you know but there are instances where tendon's tear bad things happen and you do need uh, surgery quickly and and obviously again anytime you're if you if what you need for the diagnosis is surgery and all you're doing is delaying that delaying that you're diminishing prognosis right and if you're diminishing prognosis that's not good for you so if you can, if there's a faster way for you to get in which there is by giving us a call then that's a great thing that can get you in sooner um, and get it done. Now, of course, if you don't want surgery, you don't, you don't get surgery, but we're not looking at it for pain. We're looking at it for function. Like if there's some people out there that have torn a tendon and don't have any range of motion, all the rehab in the world isn't going to bring that back. But if you, you know, if we can repair that tendon or one of the surgeons can do that, we can work on getting that range back.
0: And we've talked about so many times on the show, pain and function uh, quite often do not totally go hand different. In hand, yeah, right? totally. well, they can be the same, but they are yeah. they're quite often different.
1: Yeah. and and I and I guess what I'm saying is it's always I, I had a person that came in through the radio um, that had an issue, and I actually ran in, They're getting therapy at the clinic now. They I ran into them the other day, and I was speaking to them, and I said, "How are you doing it?" And he said, "You know what? The pain is the same." He said, I'll be honest, the pain is the same, but my function is totally different. Like I can feel that I'm getting more movement. I'm doing things that I haven't been able to do. And, it's, and I'm like, that's great. Pain is secondary to function. Pain is a result of the breakdown of function. So as you start to build and that's and I explained that to him and I said, you know, once you get to the point where you get that function back that you had once upon a time, the pain will just sort of go away. Um and, and, and he said, like, listen, at the end of the day, even if I had to live with this pain, just to be able to have the function back to do the things that I want to do, that that already is, is like the biggest difference. And that's really a lot of the times what we're working on is the function because, again, pain is a result of a breakdown in function. And so we can't just target the pain. What we also have to do is, is target the functional aspect of it, change those functional things to, to more ideal scenarios, and then pain likely goes away as a result of it.
0: See, it's funny, and the way he sounded positive about that, that particular patient, because even though the pain's there, and pain is pain, none of us like pain, just having the functional capability returned to some degree has also had a... Mental component, which has been positive to it as well. hundred
1: percent. And the other thing that I'll credit is our therapist who educated on that. So a lot of people aren't ever told that that's the way it happens. Even after our therapist will always go through, you know, with people saying, you know, you might feel worse. And he actually said, he was saying, you know, after the therapy sessions for the first 24 hours, he's like, I actually feel worse. And that's when people have to... Tough it out. And people need to understand that because I've heard this a million times from just casual conversation with people like, yeah, I went to go get therapy for this. I felt horrible for 48 hours. So I never went for therapy again. And then magically five days later, I felt amazing. It's like, well, that's not magically. That's what happened, but it's not their fault. They've never been told. Right. right? So we make sure we let people know, Hey, you might actually feel worse for a period of time because we have to intervene. We have to break things down. It's like, if you go work out and you work your chest, it feels much worse for the next 48 hours. It's, yeah, exactly. It hurts like hell, but yep. people appreciate that when they're working out. And what have you done? You've made it stronger 72 hours later because nice. now muscle fibers have repaired. It's stronger than it once was. That's exactly what we're doing in therapy. So that, that up and down happens naturally because that's a result of getting better.
0: We'll take a, a short break. Last few minutes, you want to slide a call in. We'd love to hear from you. 416-870-6400. Star 640 on sale, Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. 1152, last few minutes here. You still got time? 416 870 6400, Star 640 on sale. You have a physical issue you at least want to get some uh, some understanding of before moving on to uh, possibly going to see Dr. Lou at one of the clinics, pinpointhealth.ca or info at pinpointhealth.ca. Number's still the same, though, 1 85 555 Dr. Lou D R. LOU. So lots of stuff going on there. By the way, the social media is uh, really ramping up. And there you can watch all the videos, which are really helpful. You can also leave comments and ask questions there
1: as well. Absolutely. So get involved big time. And actually, through especially Instagram, I've noticed a lot of people are messaging, asking questions. which is really nice. It's sort of a, a way to text message without me giving away my, my phone number. Right. So, um, you know, definitely if people have questions, I'm very, very happy to, to answer them through social as well, for sure. And a
0: reminder, and I know you mentioned this when you first got the social media underway, if there's something you want to see, there's always videos posted up there, whether it's how to do proper deadlifts or this week it was how to do a dead bug for your lower back yep. and your core. I say, hey, I've always want to know how to do this. Sure. Dr. Luke, could yeah. you please post a video and I'm Adam sure. or whoever the pros at your, at your clinics yeah. will we'll get right and on it and
1: right. that's the advantage of this like we're not and there's a lot of people out there that are sort of an expert in everything on social yeah. media where that that's the person i know that i'm not the best at every single thing but i know that i have the best team and i use those resources in order like you notice like dr adam wade who's our yep. clinic director up in new market been making some incredible videos for us um which are great to have for that for that stuff so so i know that there's people that are better than me at these things and i make sure that i that i utilize them i have an amazing team
0: just reach out and ask sarah good morning how are you
2: hi how are you
0: excellent uh, what's your concern
2: well i'm actually just calling my mother just had a full shoulder replacement this week yep and I was curious, as a family member, what can I do to assist in her therapy to make sure that it moves um, smoothly?
1: Make sure she's doing the stuff. That's one big thing that I find um, with people is they often... It's it's good if family members just make sure to continually encourage um, that they're doing the exercises and things that they need to do. The other thing is to make sure they're not doing too much. Um, she had the total replacement because it was very arthritic? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So... And how's her range of motion right now?
2: Um, it's limited. She's yeah. in a sling yeah. for the recovery.
1: Right, yeah. And how long have they recommended she stay in that sling? I think it's um, six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so I, so at yeah. that point, for sure, she'll have to start doing the rehabilitation. and I, And I think it's just a matter of... Of living within that moderation, right? Like making sure that you are doing the things that you need to do, but also making sure that you're not going overboard and and doing more than you have to. My my mom actually had a fall a few weeks ago, and her shoulders a little bit messed up, and and she needs to relax right now. And every time I call her, I you know what are you doing? She's like, oh, well, I'm cleaning, I'm doing I'm this, cooking, I'm and I'm like, the, um... what part of relax did you not understand? Right. So I think with yeah. especially with parents, that's the biggest thing is keeping them in that zone where it's like make sure they're doing something, but make sure they're not overdoing it as well. But I think that's all that you have to do um, because the professionals that she's going to work with are going to show her the right things to do. Okay, great. Okay. Um, thank you so much. No problem. Good luck. Thanks, Sarah. Appreciate the call. And you want to reach out further again,
0: pinpointhealth.ca, info at pinpointhealth.ca or 1-855-55. doctor Lou, mother-in-law, perfect example, right? Goes for physio. She's a friend of yours, right? back the week. Harry, I'm a little sore afterwards. Ten minutes later, she's, she's slugging these massive aluminum pots. Typical Guyanese mother-in-law. Cooking curry for everybody. like, dude, what are you lifting those for?
1: You just got out of therapy. See, the, and you're complaining. Uh, the other thing, though, is once you get into, especially the elderly population, the biggest thing is they still need to feel that there's a purpose. Yeah, they're necessary. And, and that's the other thing. I, a lot of the times, that's why... You know, you, you have to take that into consideration yep. to tell someone and say, like, I know we all think like, oh, I can't wait to retire and do nothing. It's like, yeah, until until you get there. And it's like doing nothing is pretty horrible. Right. Like, that's why, you know, the worst criminals in the world are in solitary confinement, 23 hours out of the day, because that's torture, Um And to not be able to do anything, and I think that's also what what family members have to, and you're talking about your mother-in-law right now, you have to take that into consideration, Mm -hmm. it's also the purpose that, that she has, that's what she wants to do, and you know, it's a matter of managing it, but... That's like, you got, it's like there's the good and the bad and the bad and the good, like right. you got to sort of look at it and say, okay, well, you know, it might not necessarily be good for the issues that she's getting the therapy for, but maybe from the mental perspective, the psychosocial perspective, it's very important there. So is the, I guess the question is, is there moderation right. available? Um, and looking for that moderation, same thing with my mom, like I know that my mom needs to do those things to feel purposeful. So, you know, I sort of suggest to her, okay, well, like, you know, today... You know, instead of going, my mom's typical like old Italian mother, top to bottom, like you could eat off the floor, and it's like, well, you know, maybe just do one section today, like, yeah. and, and stop, versus like, you know, she cleans the house every single day. It's like it yeah. didn't get dirty, yeah, it's right? Not like a hotel, it, yeah, it's it's fine, right? And so, um, you know, so I and 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 she's been like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll just do the living room today or whatever. So it gives her sort of that yeah. purpose that she needs, uh, but it also modifies the extent of the. Uh, uh, of the the rest period that she needs mm. for her shoulder,
0: because sometimes eventually they're going to be forced to it if they don't if they don't just kind well, of back that, off a and, little. And right? that's
1: why a lot of times, right? Like, how many times do you hear that? Oh, that person retired, stopped doing, and then boom, they're you know they're yeah. gone because that sense of purpose is very important. And that's why a lot of these things, once these injuries become if they if they ever become very severe, that's a dangerous thing because then if they become immobile, they lose their independence. All these things then that purpose is lost right. right and and that's a and that's a dangerous thing on the psychosocial side i think
0: good for a uh, another week i uh, want to carry on from here it's very simple to reach out 1-855-55-DRLOU if you haven't uh grabbed on to the social media aspect you should because it's uh it's full steam ahead man pinpoint health is where you got to search on social be it facebook or instagram Instagram's a good one because a lot of great videos up there for you to uh to have a look at learn from and put your comments if there's something you want to see as well Dr. Lou will get it up there rather quickly so until, uh, until next time pinpoint health show right here on Global News Radio